T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Happy to have you with us here Tuesday morning. Uh, Coming up here in a couple of minutes later this hour, we will talk about this story about this HR manager being in a ton of trouble for what was sent to an employee of a business. Of all people. Holy cow. (laughs) Holy cow with this one. We'll get to that coming up here in a little bit. Uh, But the next story came to us out of the Daily Mail, uh, courtesy of Reddit. Yeah, we we talked about this not long ago, and it's funny that it comes up again with a guy who was on Reddit complaining about this and claiming that his office, that his workplace, and kind of by extension all office-type workplaces, are guilty of sexism. Because men can't wear shorts. He's mad because, well, wait a minute. All of the women in the office get to show their legs. They can come to work in a skirt. They can come to work in a short dress. But no, if I wear shorts to work, I'm violating the dress code. How come I can't show my legs? Well, so my first question to this is, is there anything in their dress code that says he can't wear? What's the thing that if, if from Scotland? What's the... Oh, a kilt? A kilt? <laughs> that's great. Is there anything that says he can't? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's it's an interesting question. But he said, yeah, the uh, the dress code, they say, is a non-public facing office. In a non-public facing office is just stupid. I mean, these are some of the responses he got. Uh, and, uh, and other people asking, you know, have you asked? Have you asked for some kind of reprieve? Because this is a, an article out of the Daily Mail. So it's a UK office. Yeah. And they've been having the same problems with heat that we all have. So uh, he's saying, look, on, on a hot day, I'm sweating under my pants and I've got to wear long pants to work. So apparently, I, I mean, I, I don't know if he's gone and lobbied them or if he's just complaining online because, you know, people have a tendency to do that. But either way, he said it's it's more than uncomfortable and it's not fair if we're if showing legs is OK. It's got to be OK for everybody. Okay, so this is the quote I want to talk about for a second. He said, we're not client-facing, and these days you can definitely buy shorts for men that look smart casual enough to wear to the office. Stuff you wear on the golf course. So so I need somebody to tell me, especially if you work in an office, is there a, like, summer dress equivalent of something a guy can wear to the office and still have it look nice? Um, he's saying there's not. In fact, this feels just very whiny to me. It just yeah. kind of goes on and on. Like, you do kind of wonder, did you did you ask? Uh, he explained that the skirts that his female co-workers wear don't scream professional in a traditional sense. So he and the rest of the male workforce should be able to get their legs out. 
True enough. Yeah. <laughs> but but yes. they, they don't they don't scream unprofessional either, and that's no. Uh, I mean, when uh, I go back to the the one place where I used to have to wear long pants every day, and the girls all got to wear skirts, which was high school. I went to a Catholic high school, so that was the dress code. And no, it's not nearly as sexy as <laughs> you probably as the Halloween costumes make you think it is. Uh, they're really kind of awful, especially when they're green. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was that was just the deal. We weren't allowed to wear shorts either, and it was Florida. You know, suck it up, dude. Yeah, it, it is. W- women just have a lot more variety in terms of the kinds of clothes we can wear. Yeah. Particularly in a in a not casual, in a more formal environment. Like, yes, men have the suits or you have like the pants and the shirt. I mean, you don't you don't have a lot of options there. We definitely have a wider variety. I, I wonder if the issue we're really dealing with here without saying anything about it, and this guy appears to be missing it too, is hair. Go on. Men have hairy legs. And... And women generally don't. <laughs> now, I know you do, but I mean, most women shave, especially if they're going to wear a skirt or, or, you know, a mini dress or something like that. I I wonder if it just looks awful, because if you've got a guy who's particularly here suit, then if he's not wearing if he's wearing shorts, it's going to look like, oh, wow, uh, Bigfoot just walked in and, and he's got shorts on. Oh, that's nice. It just doesn't look anywhere near as I, I, he used the word professional. I don't know if that's the right word to use, but if a dude's wearing shorts, he's generally at the beach. Yes. Okay. So then I ask again, not being a man and rarely ever shopping for men's clothes. <laughs> are there like light cotton pants? Oh yeah. That, yeah. that look decent that can be worn that sure. aren't as heavy as a suit. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I, it's, it's fallen way out of fashion over the last 70 years, but seersucker comes to mind. I mean, the answer is yes, there are very light. Uh, I mean, there's even khakis that aren't generally as thick and yeah. heavy as others. You just yeah. have to do a little shopping for them, but you can find that stuff. Yeah. If you have thoughts here, 913-586-7798. Now, somebody just countered me on the text line, and this is accurate as well. A lot of guys have really hairy arms and can wear short sleeve shirts and nobody says anything. That's true. That's true. And I don't know if that's just, how do I be delicate about this? <laughs> Generally speaking, biologically, for men and women, like I'm just looking at the hair of my arms right now, uh-huh. and I'm really dark complected. I mean, it's just not as thick. Yeah. As the hair on your legs. So you're just not going to notice it as much on your arms as you would on your legs. True, but it depends who we're talking about, too. I mean, there are some guys out there who really, I mean, have, have yes. like some serious uh, hair issues going on. So, yes, I, I mean, uh, I, it, it, you're right, but it still does seem different. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and somebody just brought up, yeah, the fact that Parks and usually me, I mean, I'm wearing jeans yeah. today, but I'm usually in shorts, too. But here, you you can't see us. And that's kind of the point that he's making is we don't work in an office that is is client-facing. There's never anybody in here that's going to come in from the outside. So what difference does it make? But you could make that same case and say, so why can't we all come in in, in T-shirts and, and cargos? Right. When I worked in the newsroom in Illinois when I was out covering stories all the time, I dressed well. I mean, I, I was in suits every day mm-hmm. because I was out covering murder trials and city council meetings and stuff. So... I dressed up because that's what it called for. But those days are long behind. <laughs> yes. Happily. Uh, you know, you where where Parks is in his uh, in his gym shorts and all of that. I've got my Manos Hands of Fate t-shirt and a pair of jeans on. So, I, I mean, if that destroys your image of what you're, you're seeing in your mind when you listen to the show, sorry about that. But that's just kind of the way it is. 
All right, 913-586-7798. We can go to the phones. Alex has called us up out of KC. Hi, Alex. How you doing, guys? Another strange topic to be talking about. But, you know, um, it depends on what kind of atmosphere you're talking about. It's one thing to be in an office, right? It's another thing to be working at Johnson Controls where they're operating 99 injection molding machines. You probably aren't going to want to wear shorts. For protection, right? sure. There's only one thought that keeps coming to me. What happens if a guy says one day, okay, well, I'm just going to go ahead and be a woman today. I'm going to dress up as a woman and see what happens and see if anybody notices me. High heels in <laughs> a bit, right? So, I mean, come on. What are we really talking about here? I'm thinking morals, values, ethics. Is the guy a good worker? Great. Then let him wear what he wants to. Microsoft, all those other guys, they could care less, right? Yeah. Well, Alex, thank you. I mean, we did have that story not long ago about the the skirts that are now being designed for men. I don't know anybody who's wearing one, but they they do exist. Yeah, nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Somebody just said, "I'm." We'll just dress this on the air because it's easier than typing. Somebody said, "It's funny you guys have an opinion about hair that you expect everyone to have." <laughs> Texter says, "It's not me." You know, some women love hairy men. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah. No, we're not saying we have an opinion about what we expect people to have. <laughs> I'm not talking about what you should be attracted to either. Believe no. me, I am not an unhairy guy. Okay, uh, I'm not a Sasquatch, but I'm not an unhairy guy, and I like to think that my wife is is you know okay with that. Um, but yeah, it, it's. It's. Uh, I, I was just trying to figure figure out the difference between the way that a man looks in shorts to the outside world versus the way that a woman looks in a skirt, and why, to this guy's point, why a woman would be allowed to wear a skirt in an office and a man is not allowed to wear shorts in an office. That has nothing to do with physical attraction. You like what you like, and that's cool. I mean, there's got to be somebody out there for everybody, right? So, I think some of that's just tradition. Yeah. Some of it's just you men wear a suit, women wear a dress. Dresses just happen to be above the knee sometimes. Here's another and we problem. don't have a male equivalent of that. No, 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 that's true. And and here's another potential problem. Um if a man's wearing shorts to the office, is he wearing socks? Because shorts with socks look stupid. It depends on what shoes he's wearing, which to me depend, <laughs> makes a difference. Uh -huh. Boy, we just opened a can of worms here because I am of the opinion frequently that shoes will determine how dressy I consider an outfit to be. Yes. If I wear a sundress with really nice strappy shoes, that's a more updone look. And if I'm wearing them with just little sandals, then that's just I'm just out for the day. Same with men. But. Now it goes back to because what he was saying is there are shorts out there that fit a a more dressy environment. You know, he's not talking about wearing cargo shorts or gym shorts yeah. or whatever. He's talking about wearing the ones that are khakis, only they only go down to just above your knee. And if you're wearing that, I mean, uh, it generally, if you're wearing long pants in an office, nice ones, you know, dockers or whatever, mm -hmm. you're wearing pants like that. You're wearing socks that are not white. You're wearing colored socks, Correct. black, blue, brown, whatever. But if you wear those with shorts, you look completely like a dork. So uh, you have the only way you can get away with that, to your point about the shoes, is wearing something like topsiders. Well, now we've dressed down the entire outfit. I am looking up because I don't know what men's shoes are called in various forms. Men's shoes that you can wear with shorts, nice shorts. Because there's got to be a version of a loafer or something. Yeah. You know, a version of a slip-on shoe that you can wear without socks. 
that isn't like what you would wear with a suit, but isn't flip flops. Right. And and those exist. But I, I think, again, we're t- we're edging into beach attire at that point. If you're talking about sliders where you just you just slip your foot into them and you're not wearing them with any socks, that looks like you're off to a day at the beach. I am told loafers is the answer. Loafers are the answer to what shoes men can wear with shorts anytime, anywhere without thinking twice. I've never worn a pair of loafers without Says socks. The Internet. Um. Yeah, I, I don't have an answer on that one. Neither does Colin. We're all kind of looking at each other. I don't, I don't know. There may not be one. Maybe the solution is that that guy doesn't care about looking like a dork is going to wear socks with his shorts and pull them all the way up to his knees. Text lines all over it. Somebody said Sperry's. Yeah, Topsiders. Right. Okay. Dansko. Uh, those brand, I don't. I those I don't know. Um, penny loafers. Penny loafers. <laughs> <laughs> now, now we're getting funny. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, now it's 1955 again, and we've got right. penny loafers on. All right. If you want in here, nine one three five eight six seven seven nine eight. Still to come this hour, the HR manager of a company is in some trouble for what was sent to an employee. Get to that coming up here in KMBZ. Phone number here, 913-586-7798. Here's your adult content warning about this next story for a couple of reasons, because we're gonna have to talk about the shape of a cake and what was written on it. Um, that was, it's getting an HR manager in trouble here. Yeah, of all people, it had to be the HR manager. Yeah, uh, we, and we found a related story to this, by the way, from the very same company. Apparently, there's a company that exists that will allow you to send a cake. <laughs> <laughs> Saw that, did you? <laughs> that will allow you to send a cake uh, to someone that you are in some kind of a dispute with or somebody that you want to prank. And I've just lost Jamie for the rest of the show. Just the fact that this exists, the fact that a company uh-huh. thought to create this as a business plan uh-huh. and, and that this is a business model for a thing is hilarious to me. Yes. Now, as in the way of a little bit of background, there has long been with family owned and run bakeries, uh, a section a lot of times, and candy makers will do this too, where the kids are not allowed because the candies and the cakes are in shapes of human body parts, male and female alike. So it's it's not unusual to find a cake that was baked for, uh, for like a bachelorette party or something like that, or a bachelor party for that matter, that's in the shape of human genitalia. So as a matter of fact, we had a family friend who did that for a long time and and worked at a bakery, and that was her job. Uh, She thought it was hilarious. So uh, that's what this company does is it makes these cakes shaped like human genitals and sends them to people. But theirs is much more along the prank line because when you open the box, not only do you see, and they come in chocolate and vanilla, the jokes write themselves, um... The, you you see the slogan of the company, and it's uh, it starts with eat a, and then <laughs> it it fills in the next uh, the the next word, which is a a pejorative for the male genitalia. So that's what was sent to this guy. Now he had filed complaints, and this is the crazy part about this story: is this guy had filed complaints about what he described as an increasingly hostile work environment before this happened. Yeah. And the person who sent him the cake with those with that three-word slogan on it was the HR manager, the one whose job it is to keep the company from getting sued. 
the janitorial operations manager at Dasher Lights LLC and Aspen Ridge Property Services is a guy named, <clears throat> excuse me, Stephen Urenda, who is Hispanic, <clears throat> who was disgusted by the obvious racial implications of mailing a large black chocolate member uh-huh. to his household, uh, which he shared with his partner and his child, who is biracial and identifies as black. So you have taken what would normally just be a sexual harassment lawsuit, <laughs> and this could become a whole different thing. And added a racism complaint on top of it. Well done. Uh-huh. Yeah, way to go. And and this is serious. I mean, this one, um, where, where, where was this? Where did, Oregon. Oregon, okay. Yep. And we found a story. And doing some research on this because I wanted to know what, you know, what what the thing looked like because there's different ways that you can do that, um, you know, the different construction, I guess, of of that particular kind of cake, and I, and so just to get a better idea of it, ended up finding a story from 2019 about a guy in Texas who sent exactly the same kind of cake from exactly the same company to his ex girlfriend's ex husband. And that ex-husband happened to work for the sheriff's department. Oopsie. That guy ended up in jail over this. Over Six months. Yeah, over, yeah. A, over a harassment complaint. So that's how serious this is. So before you go doing something like that, make sure it's somebody who's going to get the joke. Because if they don't, this is the kind of thing that can happen. I, I mean, I just couldn't fathom, even if they were mad at this guy for filing complaints and all of this stuff, who thinks, oh, you know what would be a good idea? Hey, let's let's send him a, a racially suggestive, sexually suggestive thing through the mail that's traceable to us. I don't know why I assumed that the HR manager that sent this cake was male. Uh-huh. No. But for some reason, I assumed that. No. Um, Jessica Carlin... Um, whose name and information were accidentally left on the package that was delivered to the guy's house. The suit claims that she had recently admitted to calling him a huge blank uh-huh. and had apparently made other similar derogatory statements about him to management. Boy, these two had quite the history. In the weeks before the delivery, Yorenda, Stephen Yorenda, clashed with her husband who worked as a subordinate Less than 10 days before the package showed up at his door, the guy that the cake was sent to reprimanded the HR employee's husband for complaining about cleaning up garbage at one of the customer's company sites. So that's when the HR employee, whose husband is in trouble, says, I'll get you and I'll send this cake to your house. Yeah, and, and they tried to make it better. After the company called the HR manager, called Jessica Carlin in and got her to confess that this actually was her doing, that and she confessed and had to apologize to Urenda, but, but they tried to make it better. See if this would make it better for you if you had received such a thing at your house. They tried to make it better by uh, sending an official apology note to him along with a $50 gift card. Yeah, I don't think so. Hey, we good now? We good? I think a lawsuit with six figures yeah. is going to warrant a lot more than 50 bucks. Uh-huh. And that's the way I'd go instead. We good, bro? <laughs> we gave you 50 bucks. I mean, come on. Not even 50 bucks, a $50 gift card. He said he felt degraded and humiliated by the entire process, which he alleged resulted in bullying uh, when the garbage he collected inside the company trailer would be dumped back out by the following day. So they were trying to get the guy to quit. Um, well, okay. 
so he's he's gonna quit but now he's got you on two things yeah now he's got you on racial harassment and sexual harassment at the same time. This is not going to go well for them. So she tried to send it anonymously, and they, they ended up leaving her name on it. Dummy. What a dummy. It serves you right. I mean, you take that kind of action, and you get what comes. Criminals are just not are just not smart. So um, anyway, yes, you can you can look about more of that one if you want online. All right, we'll take a break here. Uh, coming up, we have a couple more of these stories. We have a hiker who was rescued in a particularly interesting way that we'll get to coming up next here on KMBZ. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 913-586-7798. Okay, if you go to explore.org, um, they have a bunch of live webcams up there. And a really fun one to watch is in Alaska every year, they put a live camera on the salmon run where you have big bears that stand in the middle of some of the big rivers and they just catch them. and it's captivating to just see them standing in the middle of the river and, and catching salmon there was another use for those cameras when you had a hiker who got lost and found one of those cameras and boy did he get lucky too because I, you know we we talked about some of the trail cameras and what kansas is doing trying to outlaw them mm -hmm. because it, it's it you know leads to unfair hunting practices and things like this but some of those cameras are just out there for people to every so often check in on they're, they're not always somebody monitoring it in real time to go out and hunt something a lot of times it's just out there for for wildlife watchers like you said so right. you can log into the webcam and go "Ooh, check it out a deer or whatever and uh, somebody was reviewing footage and saw this guy. He found a webcam and and told the people, you know, whoever might be watching, I'm lost and I need help. And somebody saw it. I don't know if those cameras have audio. I don't think so. I don't. I think you're right. But, but nonetheless, yeah, he was able to get the message across that he was out there and lost and needed help. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if they just, he was able to mouth it, but he looked in the lens, asked for help, and gave the thumbs down sign. This is at Katmai National Park, which is exactly where they have, and, and viewers at the stream were looking to spot a bear there, um, and he got lost. He was caught in bad weather. The viewers that were watching it 
contacted moderators for the website. They got a hold of park rangers. They sent out a search and rescue team, and they found him a few hours later. Yeah, they, I mean, the good thing about those is that you know right where those webcams are. I mean, right. who, who's ever running the camera can tell them exactly where to go. But they said the guy looked cold. He looked tired. He looked like he was exhausted. And by giving that thumbs down sign, he really he got the message across that, hey, I'm not doing well out here right now, and I don't know where I am. They were likely They were able to get to him and save his life. He could easily have died out there. And... People watched this rescue happen live because the cameras were still on him. And word gets around. Right. And I wonder if there, I doubt, it's not like a ring doorbell camera where you can talk back and forth, but uh, gosh, it would have been great if there would have been some way to give the guy a sign. Hey, we're, we're sending help for you. I don't think there's any way you can do that through oh, those cameras. That's a great point. Yeah, I think you're right. There's, I mean, there's obviously no monitor on the other side of it. You don't want the deer watching you watching the deer. Right. So there's no way for them to, to signal him. It's okay. Help is on the way. He just had to hope that it mm -hmm. was live and that there was somebody watching live and he got lucky. And you're in a remote part of the forest, so it took a while for Cruz to get to him, and he had no idea if anybody was watching. But they continued to watch his condition to see how he was doing as he was hanging out there. Luckily, he stayed there. I mean, that was if, if there was, that was aside from finding the camera, he was smart to think, let me wait and see if this worked, and I'll just stay here. Yeah. I mean, what choice did he have? Because if you wander off, then you're you're taking your one shot at being able to be rescued and kind of ditching it. So you're right. But but then again, I mean, you're out there in the wilderness like that and you're cold and you're tired mm -hmm. and you're dehydrated. You're probably not thinking straight at that point. Again, he was lucky that he was able to use his own faculties to say, yeah, I'm going to hang out here and wait for the rescuers to get here. All right, then we go out west, or a little less out west. Um, we have a Montana man who was was out tracking deer when he was attacked by a grizzly bear. And we have pictures with this oh. that are bad. Yeah, he was roughed up. Uh, this is Big Sky, Montana, and they said the area is now closed down as wildlife uh, officials are looking for the bear because they know it's not scared of people, so now something has to be done about that. Now, there are those who would say, well, yeah, but the bear was just acting like a bear. But the hunter became the hunted. It was a father and son. They wanted to go out and do some bow hunting. They hit a deer on Thursday and wounded it, but it didn't die. And uh, according to a, a woman who was related to them, um, she said that they came back to my brother and told him, they asked if there's a chance that you, that you could help us track it. And as they were tracking this deer, apparently they weren't the only ones because that's when they found the grizzly bear. Um, he said uh, he had one second from the time that he saw the grizzly charging him to fire. The gun unfortunately misfired and the bear got on top of him and just... I mean, he's his head is completely wrapped. He's in bed. He's got, uh, I mean, he's giving the thumbs up, which is a good sign. Yeah. But he just looks like he has been through the ringer. Yeah. Um, they said bears usually go for the jugular, and the bear missed it by two inches yep. and got his whole bottom jaw and a little bit more. We'll leave it at that. Um, multiple puncture wounds to his head. The bear was shaking him to the ground claw marks across his chest and on his right leg wow and lived yeah i mean sur survived it he's I, I mean lucky to be alive but i'm sure he's not looking forward to all the physical therapy it's going to take to get him back in shape after all of that that's rough huh yeah i mean he was he was well prepared i mean he had pepper spray and 
all kinds of other protection, but um, it didn't matter. So, no. yeah, they continue to look for him. Okay. Uh, we talked about football a little bit earlier today. Um, so there was a guy in the Chicago area who did a bachelor party themed like the Chicago Bears last year. <laughs> That's uh -huh. one thing to have your bachelor party themed that way. But this guy went a step further with it. Yeah. If uh, Now, before we get into the story, I have to ask, how do you feel about the idea of themed weddings at all? I have to, t I have to tell you something. I've never heard the term themed wedding. Okay. Um, I mean, there there have been things like, you know, couples will get married where they met. So oh, there have been, that's, to me, know, that's a different thing. Yeah. yeah. They, there, there have been weddings that have taken place at like Kmart because, you know, they, they both worked there and that's how they yeah. met and fell in love. But yeah, the themed weddings, if, uh, I mean, uh, we, we had a couple of friends who did a Halloween themed wedding because they were getting married that weekend. Okay. So, you know, their, their wedding was, it, it had Halloween decorations all over the place and things like that. And, okay. um, yeah, I mean, the, the tuxedos are already black, so I guess that goes with the theme. But in this case, it was a, a huge Chicago Bears fan, and he decided that he was going to have not only himself, but all of his groomsmen during the <laughs> wedding dressed like Mike Ditka. <laughs> so they've got the glasses yep they've got the vest that has bears across the front mm -hmm. they're all wearing um most of them have bow ties one has just a couple just have regular ties. this was a big wedding party oh yeah yeah there's Holy gotta cow. there's gotta be 20 people in there and they, they've all got the shades on the the teardrop aviator style mm -hmm. uh you know the glasses that mike Ditka wore uh, a couple of them do have mustaches and beards but I, I'm a little. I'm glad for one thing, because Dicta's look, like the Saturday Night Live bit, was all about the mustache. Just having uh -huh. the mustache and no beard. They didn't put on fake mustaches. The guys who don't have mustaches just don't have them. So at least they didn't go full on Groucho with it. But uh, yeah, they're all wearing that that sleeveless sweater that says Bears across the front like that. And it just. I mean, it's clear what they're doing. You know, you would walk in there and go, Why is everybody dressed like Mike Ditka? The picture, I'm on the WGN version of this, if you scroll down, the picture that's at the bottom must be from the bachelor party. Yeah. Because on that one, they do all have mustaches. <laughs> yeah, a couple of them did, did put on the dick and mustache. That's funny. Um, yeah, and, and he was, they point out in here, he was the coach of the Bears for 11 years, from uh, 82 to 92. Mm -hmm. What they don't say is that he also won the Super Bowl for them, and I believe that right. was the last time they were even in it. Was that Super Bowl shuffle year? Yeah, that was 86. That's what I remember. Yeah, it was the 86. Uh, wait a minute. No, it was, I'm sorry. Uh, it was 85. 85, Colin says. Yeah, and then 86 was the Giants, right? So it would have been January of 1986, but it was after the 85 season. I can still sing it. I mean, I grew up in Chicago. <laughs> we don't want to cause no trouble. Colin, if you can find that for those who don't know what we're talking about, that's oh. a pretty special piece of entertainment right and, there. And I mean, all those guys, Richard Dent and Jim McMahon and uh, Walter, Walter Payton. Payton. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And McMahon and Payton weren't really there for the shoot. They had to add them in later. And yeah. it's, it's obvious that they're blue screened in. It's, it's kind of hilarious, but they were just what an amazing team. So the groomsmen also took part in a choreographed dance to bear down Chicago Bears mm -hmm. at the wedding. That's the fight song. Yep. Um, let's see. The group decided to attend the Bears game against the Falcons in the attire. This was during the bachelor party in Atlanta last year. Um, and she must have just been cool with all of this. 
she must have just said no problem. I, okay, go ahead. If if she knows him that well, she's going to know that this is the kind of thing that he was going to do. But I'm sure that he had a, I mean, I don't think they surprised her with this. I don't think they just showed up on wedding day with everybody dressed like the coach. No. Yeah, and I yeah, I wonder if they stayed, <laughs> took the vest off later and just left like the nice shirts and the mm-hmm. and the ties on and stuff. Put a jacket on over that thing. Um, how much do we trust the website, themessenger.com? Is this a website we know? Do we do we believe this to be a good source of information? I don't know it well enough to judge, but we can kind of check. Why? What's going on at themessenger.com? Here's the headline that we were all waiting for that we want to be true. Speaking of football, uh, exclusive to themessenger.com, Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey quietly hanging out. After she rejected him, (laughs) he wanted to give her his number. She doesn't, um, because she does three hours of singing, she tends to not do a lot of other stuff behind the scenes. So I've got to save her voice. And he seemed a little little heartbroken about that. So the headline says, yeah, they're they're hanging out, the source says. She saw him when she was in New York a few weeks ago. Can you even imagine the the media frenzy i mean as if the media isn't frenzied enough about both of them right <laughs> so if they end up together i mean they say hanging out but they're using it sort of euphemistically as well they're you know hanging out they're going out meaning yeah right they're, the they're, they're going out they're not necessarily serious or anything like that but they have seen each other so oh wow i mean you want to talk about the celebrity power couple of all time let taylor swift and and jason kelsey or, or travis kelsey rather not jason sorry he's the other guy uh but yeah let those two get together for reels oof i need tmz to get on this i we need confirmation that this isn't just TheMessenger.com likes wishful thinking and clicks on yeah, their website. I, I wish I knew more about them. I've, I've seen their names on headlines or their name on headlines before, but I'm looking over it and it looks like it's not just a gossip site. It looks like it's not a TMZ thing. There's there's a lot of regular you know, mainstream news on here that has nothing to do with, with celebrity stuff. So we'll, we'll have to see. Just go out once. Just go out on one date. Like just satisfy the curiosity and, and, and see if it works out. Yeah. I mean, she's busy. She's still on tour, but he's busy too. Season just started. So it could be a slow burn here for a while mm-hmm. while their schedules allow it. <laughs> hmm. All right. Time will tell. We'll, we'll, we'll stay on top of that breaking story as good, it unfolds. Good luck to the celebrity couple. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll take a break here. Uh, the Brady Bunch house has sold. Finally get to that coming up on KMBZ. This was 1985. There's a video with this. If we were to let this play for a while, you would hear the big names on the team. You're here. Yeah, there's That's a little Walter bit of Payton it. right there. Yeah. yeah. They each had a line. It's so bad. It's so awful. <laughs> um, to the person that just texted, they've only won one Super Bowl in 1985. Yep. Yes, they were there in 06. They didn't win that one. Yeah, I, I, I had forgotten about that. And I see, I did say earlier that uh, I didn't think the Bears had been back since then, but they have. Uh, they lost to Peyton Manning and the Indianapolis Colts in a really dull game. So <laughs> there's a reason why I didn't remember that one. Devin Hester had a kick return. That's right? true. That's true. Not very dull. Um, but, I mean, it's not as though the first one that they won wasn't dull either. They beat the tar out of the New England Patriots. I think it was 46 to 10. Yeah, and Walter Payton did not score. Yeah, they that's right. William Perry. William Perry, the refrigerator, the scored a defensive end. Yeah, scored a touchdown for the Bears that day.
It's bringing back such memories of my childhood um, because the Packers played the Bears this past weekend. Yeah. And I was with friends in Wisconsin, and it was such a memory of my childhood where, like, it was the anytime the Packers and the Bears played, I have family in Green Bay. And so we just called back and forth, and mm -hmm. it was um, the Bears didn't do very well, though, in this game over the weekend. <laughs> Not that anybody expected them to, but um, so as long as you're talking about football, um, I just happened to see the statement from the Buffalo Bills. There's some story out about. Yeah, I'll let you. Yeah, a little bit background on this. Jim Trotter had been up until very recently a reporter for NFL.com. Now, NFL.com is owned by the league. Uh, it's their website. So Jim Trotter, uh, in an interview with Roger Goodell, had pressed him, Roger Goodell, the, the NFL commissioner, had pressed him on something the NFL has been roundly criticized before. Um, the, the fact that minority hiring in the NFL is lackluster um and for a league where the majority of the players are not white to have that many faces who are head coaches front office guys assistant coaches anybody who isn't on the field is much whiter on on average than the players are so the nfl has taken criticism for that before i believe at, at present is there one african-american head coach um the only one I can think of is is the Steelers. It's Mike Tomlin, yeah, Mike, and then there are one or two others. Yeah, uh, are there a couple of others? And I know Lovey Smith, uh, who was a defensive coordinator, is, has gone after head coaching jobs and been passed over. We know Eric Bieniemy was another name from here mm -hmm. that showed up on a lot of lists of this guy deserves to be a head coach somewhere, and yet it never seems to happen. The offers just don't come. So the NFL's taken heat for this. While Jim Trotter was working for NFL.com. He pressed the commissioner, Roger Goodell, about this. Roger Goodell apparently didn't take it very kindly that somebody from a website that the NFL itself runs <laughs> was taking him to task for this. And so wouldn't you know, Jim Trotter's contract was up for renewal. Guess what didn't happen? Most predictable story ever. Yeah. yeah. So they didn't fire him. They decided not to renew his contract. So now he is former NFL.com reporter Jim Trotter. Well, Trotter has now sued, and in that lawsuit mentioned a couple of NFL owners by name. One of them, Jerry Jones of the Dallas Cowboys. The other one, Terry Pegula from the Buffalo Bills. And the statements that he ascribed to both of them. Now, important in this is that a statement has already come out from the Bills. Terry Pegula is denying everything, saying, I never mm -hmm. said that. Uh, and, and what he's accused of saying is... If, if black players don't like the way the league is run, they should go back to Africa and see what it's like there. Wow. Yeah. Oh. And Jerry Jones's statement was not much milder than that. So uh, Jerry Jones and the Cowboys have not yet responded to this. But the Bills came out with a statement from Terry Pegula saying, that's, that's false. I never said that. But Jim Trotter didn't just say that today. He says when it happened... And he heard those statements made by these two NFL owners. He went directly to the league to file a complaint and was brushed off. Okay, so where does this go now? To court. Okay. Um, and, I, and I'm sure that part of this is the fact that they didn't renew his contract. And he's going to say, look, this is more racism displayed by the NFL. I ask questions the same way any reporter asks questions, the way reporters from ESPN ask questions about this. And yeah. yet they decide to not re-up my contract and, and effectively put me out on the street. 
Nice. Okay, so we'll wait and see if more statements come out about it today and get further into it. Yeah, we're if that, we said, still waiting to hear from the uh, the Dallas Cowboys uh, and from Jerry Jones personally. But uh, if if they do indeed respond to it and if they have any kind of um, any kind of statement to make about this, we'll have that for you. Uh, the statement, by the way, from Jerry Jones was: If blacks feel some kind of way. That's weird. Oh, boy. If blacks feel some kind of way, they should buy their own team and hire who they want to hire, which is both tone deaf and inaccurate. It's, you know who decides who can buy an NFL team? The NFL does. Wow. <laughs> you're, even Holy if you cow. have the money, you're not guaranteed. So uh, all of the owners, by the way, are white. The plot thickens. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Okay, we'll keep an eye on that one today. Uh, real quick, we mentioned the famous Brady Bunch house in Studio City has finally sold for $3.2 million. Yep, and, and the house itself, they uh, they made a big deal out of this. There was a reality show that they were doing as they were rehabbing the house because the, the house was only ever used for exterior shots. Everything right. you saw on the TV show was a set. So what they did is they went through the house and as much as they could, they made the inside match what you saw on the TV show. Without yeah. messing with the outside of the house, which proved to be kind of difficult, but you know they had to cut a couple of corners. Uh, but they finally did offload that thing, and it was it was a little curious to me that they were having as much trouble as they were trying to find a buyer, given the fact that it's in Studio City. I don't know if it was the price. Um, HGT HGTV bought it in 2018. Yep. They listed it for five and a half million. Um, after buying it for three and a half, they renovated it, like you said. And then it sold for uh, 3.2. So, yeah, I don't know if it was just overpriced. Either that or, I mean, I, I think they were certainly looking for a price premium based on the nostalgia of it. Yeah. The right. problem with that is there's not that many people left who are nostalgic about the Brady Bunch. It's been a lot of years. That's 45 years ago. The owner now, new owner is going to use it for charitable functions has some money to spend and is going to use it on fundraising not events. Bad. So not bad. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. Coming up in the next hour, we have a famous actress whose um, new effort now involves mac and cheese and it becoming an adult food. We'll get to that coming up in the next hour here on KMBZ. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.